Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sun Rento. Michael Cotton. Sun Rento. Michael Cotton. Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Boutros Golly. Michael. Sun Rento. I detect whiskey in that voice. Am I right? Oh, whiskey and sadness. <laughs> sadness? What do you, how could you be sad? It's spring training. Baseball has sprung. I know. I'm really excited about my Red Sox this year. I'm really having a tough time with this Cubs team and even wanting to engage with them. Well, it, I haven't really engaged. I mean, there's been five games and I've, I think I'm, and so let's say that's an average of let's three hours per game, fifteen hours. I think, um, and it has something to do with being sick recently. But I've, I've think I've slept through at least nine of those hours when the Cubs game was on. It, the game was on, and I was just, I was gone. So, <laughs> so, so I got lots to talk about on this episode <laughs> because I, I had some wonderful dreams about back when everybody liked the Cubs. Oh, man. Right. The last two nights, I have had the exact same dream. And I don't know exactly what it was, but it was uncomfortable to have it the first night. And to have it the second night, I'm like, man, I, I need a fucking therapist or Wait, something. You don't remember the dream? No, I just know that when I woke up, I was like sweaty and like scared and somewhat angry. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, that's you're working through something. You, you, yeah, and, that, and two nights in a row—that's the freaky part. And anything you want to talk about? Since I didn't watch the Cubs games to talk about, <laughs> anything you need to get off your chest, Michael? Uh, no. How are the kids? Not, not really. The, the kids are fine. <laughs> yeah, we haven't kids. tried to kill them in a while. I was just gonna say that <laughs> they're not dead. No, no, they—they they are not. I've been keeping them out of out of the way of uh, real danger. That's They've been wrestling. They've been, you know, doing that, and I was trying to get them signed up for baseball Why tonight. Why did you say they are, you said they are wrestling like it's code for something, or they're not really wrestling? Like, what are they doing? Are they dancing? No, no, they're, they're, they're really wrestling. They're kicking oh, okay. people's asses. It's good. Good. Yeah, it's, it's good. I, I never uh, got into wrestling except for, like, the fake pretending I was Kamala, the uh, African warrior in my front yard, which now I see was totally racist. Yeah, you were like climbing up on the the edge of your bed and diving onto the floor. Well, remember how Kamala used to slap his stomach? He had that big star on his stomach. I would, draw, oh, I Jesus, would, yes, I would draw that on myself because I was a fat kid. So I just like stand up on top of my couch, slap my belly, and then like 
it basically kill my sister. Yeah, <laughs> and he did it all in blackface. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank, he, yeah, it was. Thank God there were no then. digital photos. Oh yeah, no, just Polaroids that we threw away. So, um, hey, big news uh, for opening day. Uh, first of all, there's still tickets available. So whatever that tells you about people's enthusiasm about the Cubs right now. Um, as of just yesterday, you could have bought a bleacher ticket. Those now are sold out, but you could still get plenty of decent seats at Wrigley Field. And if you're coming down there, um, I'm not going to the game because at G-Man Tavern, we booked an opening day gig right after the game for our sophomore jinx show for the Bleacher Bum Band, singing Cut All Your Cubs Favorites. So right nice. after the game, April 8th, Monday, just come on over to G-Man. It's free. We're going to have a little tip bucket out there because they're like, well, what do you want to charge and all this stuff? And I just wanted them to book us. And I'm like, you know what, motherfucking ranters, they'll throw a 10. You know what I mean? You put that tip bucket, you make way more money than if you split it with the house. This ain't my first rodeo. So anyway, come there we go. Come to the show if you're going to the game. And if you're not going to the game, uh, come to the show. And just hang out. I'm going to be there watching the game. I think uh, Corey from Ivy Envy is coming up. Unconfirmed. But uh, we're going to have a big old party. God, I wish I could be there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, why don't you come out? What What day is it? It's April something? April 8th, yeah. April 8th. Yeah. Oh, that's like the day before my son's birthday. I probably can't do that. Bring him. He's had enough birthdays. What kind of father are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he'll have plenty more. So speaking of, of, of dying and dead people, MC Hammer today, I'm reading, an, I'm reading a news article and MC Hammer is mentioned in it in passing. And I was like, huh, MC Hammer, whatever. Later, I'm texting with somebody and they bring up MC Hammer pants. I was like, weird. Then I have to go get cat food. I realize I have none left in the house. I'm running to the market. I go in the car. I turn on the radio. MC fucking Hammer on the radio. He's definitely going to die, right? We kill. Did we just kill him on the Sun Rant? I, I didn't. You did. But yeah, sure. It's yeah. possible he is actually dead, and you were just hearing like and seeing all the tributes to him. I have no idea if he's alive or dead. It could be uh, you're coming from the future in which he already died, and you actually saw those, uh, all that those reports in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I always I mean, just live I, live by the the credo that he's too legit to quit. And he'll never end. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. I've been hanging out with Cubstradamus a lot lately. I'm just <laughs> kind of lonely. I'm lonely up here at board. And I, I mean, maybe he's rubbing off on me. Do you have he, that I did wake up, eating I, disease? I did wake night in the middle of the night, and I think he was actually rubbing off on me. Uh, you don't want that. I, I've got some bad news. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I I just got some news from Cup Shardamus, and you won't hear about it till later in the show. But if he's been rubbing up on you, you're in trouble. Um, oh. But hey, I think I, he was rubbing off on me. Like I, I think I like I rubbing one out. Sounded, on you? It, oh, yeah, it sounded cool. like he was jerk. It sounded like he was jerking off next to my bed. There's nothing. There's no difference between that and him just uh, squeezing the pus out of his postules. Oh, you right. guys are making me sick here. Yeah, well, I it, just we're, we're off to a shitty start. Um, so far, worst show of the year. I mean, I think we could all agree on that, right? <laughs> Wait, Obviously. is it? Obviously, is it the? Is this officially the first show of the year? No, I said worst show of the year. No, but I'm but I'm wondering. This is the first time that it's we've February talked. February twenty sixth, dude. Oh, you because oh because the season. Because the season kind of started. Like, is this our first episode of the oh, season? This is not good. 
This is not as if it's our first season episode. Isn't, uh, isn't, isn't the day after the World Series the first day of the season? To me, yes. I, I thought that's the first day of the offseason. There has to be an offseason. Here he goes. Play in, playoff, season on, season, season off. off. Shut yeah. the fuck wax up, on, wax off. Shut up, Miyagi. All right. <laughs> well, can can I be serious for one moment? Because um, I don't know why you'd want to. I don't know. But I, I just want to say that I went and visited uh, my friend Rhino Shepherdson, uh, who's the son of my good friend Matt Shepherdson, who's been in the. He's had a migraine. Fucking kids had a migraine for over a year. And they control Ugh. it with medicine. He's just sick, dude. And it's just awful. And having just been in the hospital, and I'm an adult. Like, I'm there in pain, and I'm just like, oh, God, my life, you know? But for a little kid to be in there is just fucking heartbreaking to me, you know? And it's just like, I, I wanted to go down. I had this, uh, I had uh, framed one of the Matt Kammerer Javi uh, posters for my nephew, but uh, I forgot it. To I forgot to give it to him. So I had it. So I, I gave it to Rhino because it's his favorite player, and I went down there, visited him, and all the ranters gave money. Michael, you gave some money, too, to Rhino. Uh, we're taking him to a game, and Matt Cameron donated all the proceeds of, like, four different Javi prints that he sold to uh, sending Rhino and his family, uh, Matt and Beth, uh, to the game sometime when he gets out of that hospital bed. So, you know, regardless of what's going on with all of our uh, Cubs fandom right now and not – Having maybe a bad taste in our mouth, I, I I just am so thankful for, like, our little group of people that are doing really amazing things for people that need it. You know, it's like in the vein of Club 400 and just Cub fans helping Cub fans, and I think it's such, such, such a powerful thing that transcends stupid fucking Joe Ricketts and stupid fucking balding Addison Russell and, uh, you know, all the, all the bullshit that's going on that's kind of leaving a bad taste in many of our mouths. Um, making it difficult to root for the team. Our team is important, and, uh, you know, I'm just proud of us. So thanks. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, our, our thoughts go out to Rhino, and I hope he – I hope they do figure something out and get that kid out of the hospital. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's just so fucked up. So any any kind of smile we can bring to his face, I'm, I'm uh, pretty happy about. And um, also, uh, speaking of happiness, happy birthday to Sarah Sanchez, sometime Sunranta host, and the agreed-upon Astat Master coming up later in the season. She Astat! is the master of Astat. Yeah. So uh, I should probably play the song, right? I mean, at least some of it. Yeah. Uh, sure. Oh, no, I only... All right. Astat! Yeah, there we go. It's coming. Astat! I gotta stop it so Michael doesn't. Oh god, it's so good. Yeah, the, the next one I want to make is uh, Benny's Joe for to the GI Joe theme song. That we just have that. You know, every time Joe does something fucked up, we're like Benny's Joe, and that's all we really need, really. So, so all right, let's get into some Cub stuff. Spring training has sprung. The Cubs are now three and two, uh, with losses to the Diamondbacks, the D Bags, and the Dodgers. Uh, but uh, were you guys excited to play Milwaukee and beat them? I know it doesn't no. matter, but you didn't care. <laughs> I, no, I, I had a little something. Not yet. You know? Not, Not yet. yet. I mean, I was excited that KB, you know, went yard his first first shot out. You know, Hayward got on base and KB went yard. Like that was great. That's the way you want to start. 
every season, regardless of what happens in the future. You just wanted to start with, you know, things like that or, you know, Hap's home run last year, all that stuff. That's Those are great moments. But it could have been against anybody. The fucking Brewers, I, I don't know. The, the other team doesn't make any difference no. to me right now. Spring, in spring training, training doesn't make any difference. I mean, no, I think I'm, we, o- I'm only interested in the Cubs. I mean, I think we've learned that over the last few years that like none of none of spring training really matters, um, especially right now because if you look up and down the lineup, like there's no spots open at all, really. Right, you know? it matters on, just about league wide. It matters to about five percent of the guys playing because the rosters are pretty much already set. There's a couple relievers playing for positions. There's always like a backup catcher. And then, you know, one in every five teams has a surprising guy that comes out of nowhere and they're like, all right, this guy needs a shot. Well, well, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't think there are shots to be had on this team right now. You know, right. No, I mean, just in general, that's the way it is. No, not on this team. Um, There's probably a, I mean, there's a couple middle relief decisions that have to be made. I mean, I guess. I mean, it, there's probably one because Morrow is going to be out in at least a month, right? Um, I guess uh, we don't know really what Montgomery's – he Montgomery, we haven't even talked about that on the show because it didn't seem like a big deal. But it, I guess he's been experiencing some shoulder tension and hasn't been uh, totally well. So he's not pitching right now. So maybe replacements for those two guys. But once they're ready, there really is no room on this team. Let's say the Cubs go with 13 pitchers and 12 and uh, 12 position players. You know, you've got your your 13 pitchers already with the guys well, that I were mean, just on the team last year. I, I mean, are they going to give up a Brian Dunson because he sucks, but he's making like five million fucking dollars or some shit? Three million? I don't fucking know. Something. Well, maybe uh, maybe Bodie takes three more pitches to the head and never plays again. So yeah, then, that's true. You know, yeah, that could happen. Then they have to find that a spot for him. You know, for that one. So. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like position players are going to go with twelve, right? So you got Baez, Bodie, Bryant, Descalso, Rizzo, and Zobris. That doesn't even include that's six. That doesn't even include Addison Russell, right? Who's going to be in there eventually? Then you got Almora, Hap, Hayward, and Schwarber in the outfield. That's ten right there. And then you got your two catchers. There's tw- there's twelve. There's your fucking team. And whoa, you, you know, whoa, 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 we need another catcher. I know, but that's We're what I'm all saying. agreed no on that. There's no room on this team. You know, like what happens to Daniel Descalso? Like, there's a lot that's going to happen once uh, Russell Fuck comes back. Daniel Descalso. He's not even going to be on the team by when, by the time Baldy gets back. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about Daniel Descalso. Uh, I'm I'm just hoping that somehow they they do sign another catcher or something and and but actually where, makes that a tough decision. But, but who do they get rid of? They'd have oh, to it get... would be Bodie because he's got options. Well, yeah, but I mean, or or Caratini has options. Yeah, but you, you're going to get then you're down a catcher. You know what I, I mean? Then you're not showing. I that agree. Guy. I mean, I'm just saying there's no room on this fucking squad, and like guarding, uh, you know, Bodie getting the head hitting the head three times and becoming a vegetable. Uh, you know, nobody's got a fucking chance. Ryan Court will not make this team, is what I'm saying. Well, this just in. Uh, John Lester has said that he will not abide by the pitch clock, and by the end of spring training, he'll be off of this team because he'll just get balls. You know, they'll just be you know four balls because he won't. He's just purposely taking his time. It'll be the Tyler Chatwood of pitch clocks. 
Just yeah, no, he's actually ball. not going to throw another pitch because he's just going to be fucking waiting, looking at his watch, 25 or, or the U Darvish or whoever you want to mention because <laughs> nobody can throw strikes on this team. Yeah, and two – No, because- I, I feel like – I feel like Lester's just going to do it on purpose the next time yeah. out. Just be a dick. Well, and to just be clear, you, you you don't get a he's ball. Be, he's kind of been grumpy, old man. I mean, Lackey was the ultimate, but Le- Lester's always oh, kind of been that well way. on his way. He's, he's getting more grumpy, old man, every fucking day. Well, I, I love the the headlines. It just uh, you know, Cubs John Lester dismissive of baseball's new ideas. <laughs> Cubs starter John Lester is right to rip, rip the pitch clock. If you love the game, what's the rush? Chicago J- Cubs. John Lester knows what his team needs from him. That's not funny. But, um, no, no, John Lester is becoming outspoken. I mean, he's 35. He's made his money. He's won a bunch of World Series. He does not give a fuck. I, I believe the Gordon Wittenmeyer uh, headline was something like, John Lester cares not for your ex-fip or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. The, by the way, the the other headline's funny. If what the team needs is hand jobs, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you did, you got to read the first line. Yeah, well, it, who couldn't use a hand job? I mean, we know Roger Kraft certainly could, or <laughs> not Robert. Get the Robert name Kraft. straight. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's football. Like those people don't matter. Kraft so, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, hand jobs. Yeah, yeah he's making some cheese. Um, so uh, I don't know. Let, I agree with John Lester because. You know, his point is this, uh, because, you know, you got Pakoda dogging on the Cubs starting pitching, thinking they're all over the hill. They're, I mean, what, what's, what's he supposed to do? Just give up and die? Yeah, no, here's my thing about the pitch clock. It should, I'm okay with it because it gives them some rule to use if there's a pitcher out there kind of being a dick about it. But it should be one of these things where the other manager has to be like, hey, He's taking too long. Yeah, he's taking too long. And then they run the pitch clock to see if he is. And if he is, then they can, you know, they give him a batter and they're like, okay, you're you're running too long. We're going to start issuing balls. You know what I mean? Like, it's a rule to use if it's needed. But, like, if John Lester's out there pitching and he fucking just one, you know, one batter, he's struggling a little bit, he takes 30 seconds between pitches because he's just trying to work something, that's not a problem. You know, and I think that's where the the worry is that somehow they're going to issue a ball when he's out there just trying to, you know, he's he's shaking somebody, shaking the catcher off or doing something, you know. Well, I mean, it's from when you get the ball back, and then they're just trying to kind of have a guidance right now. Right now, you do not get penalized the ball for fucking with the for going over the pitch clock. Right, that's not a rule yet, but that's as, where they're heading towards. As spring training about. goes on, they're going to build it in. Really? Yeah. So I did like, not hear that. No, right now they're just talking about it. They're they're running the pitch clock. Uh, like next week, they are the umpires are going to start letting the pitchers know that they're going past the pitch clock. And by the end of spring training, they are going to be starting to issue uh, balls and strikes. Strikes. How do you get a strike by going real fast? No, if you're a, <laughs> uh, no, if you're a, a batter, oh, a batter you don't out get, of the box. Yeah. If, if you don't get in the box in like five seconds or something like that, like uh, they can issue a strike. But what you. about the, that, the fact that baseball is, a game of its own natural rhythms and that 
Right. There's never been a clock. Yeah, it's it's a game without a clock. That's the beauty of it. And so which, like which is which is why I think it should be a rule that's there but only put into place when you know an opposing manager deems it necessary. So when you get uh who like who are a, some a, of these a pitch clock challenge or something like you get like one per game be like this guy's too slow. Let's go. Well, no, not even one per game. I would just say at any point that the guy is just fucking dragging it out because there's a couple of guys, right? I mean, there's really only like, uh, you know, six or seven guys in the league here's, that here's, are noticeably slow. Here's my problem, though. You're in like game seven of the NLCS. Sweat is dripping off the guy's brow. He's in there. The bases are loaded. You're up by a run. You know, like you got to take your time in those moments. The tension is so severe, and if you're thinking about a pitch clock in those moments as opposed to the pitch you're trying to make, and only that, I mean, I, I think it kind of takes away something from the drama of the game that, you, you know, and let's, I, I do think that a lot of times that people take too long, you know, adjusting their batting gloves with every pitch, um, you know, walking around the mound because you don't have your shit together that day, and I do appreciate a pitcher that just goes out there and slings them up there, but I just don't see that being a one-size-fits-all for all uh, scenarios, you know? Well, and, and that's why I think that it's it should not be, you know, a guy like John Lester who's out there and doesn't have any issue with this, but he's struggling through a batter or he's toward the end and he takes a little extra time. That I don't think should be penalized. It's when you get the, uh, you know, the middle reliever that comes out and all of a sudden, the fucking half inning yeah. is going, you know, forty five like minutes. Like a rain delay, yeah. Asshole, yeah, he just won't. He won't pitch, and you see these guys like yeah, in, looking in really there, like, like they don't know the relievers, signs. right? Yeah, like isn't that the well, worst? Lyle, what them? do you think? Pitch clock, yay or nay? Uh, I well, I would like to change the punishment. Is what I would like to do. So Whipping. I say, if John Lester takes too long to throw the pitch. The batter gets to bring out a tee and put a ball up, right? Then John Lester has to stand on the mound with his hands behind his back and his eyes closed. Uh. And the, the hitter gets a free shot. Now, the hitter can run as far as he can after he hits it. If John Lester flinches, it's an automatic run. Oh, just flinching. Major flinch. Two for oh. how about flinch. How about so two? you're saying flinch ball. Flinch ball. How about two for flinching? Just get, you know, two for that's flinching. how they say it. Yeah. You got to hit him twice. Um. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, there's part of me that says that you know some sort of change, uh, you know, is good to speed things up. And, and on the other side, I'm like, uh, but my whole love of baseball is the natural rhythm of it, and it's very musical to me. Well, well, that's because you use the rhythm method, right? Yeah, it worked for me till I got a vasectomy anyway. <laughs> right. Right. So I don't know. I I do like that John Lester is who he is because god damn it if I don't love like a you know nose to the grindstone kind of like I'm trying to do a complete game every day fuck openers you know what the fuck is x loved Mad Mom getting pissed off about the opener well it's I mean it's (laughs) I mean to a person like John Lester who always grew up wanting to be the pitcher that had like, you know, the most complete games in the major leagues, like never wants to get off that mound. Like it's an insult. 
it's an insult to like tinker with uh, dominance. And uh, to somebody like John Lester, who feels like a dominant pitcher, who could go out there and give you nine innings, oftentimes, I mean, I don't know how many complete games he had last year, but if any. Um, none. none. There was only one complete game, and it belonged to Hamels. Yeah, so, I mean, but he'll still give you 7-8 a lot of the times, and he prides himself on the 200 innings thing. He's pissed off he didn't get it last year. Um or the year before, I don't believe. But, it, you know, so that's what the computers are spitting out, right? And that's what Lester's pissed about. He's like, you're done. And I think that, you know, you get a couple of these old guys. I mean, it's basically a softball team at the top of our rotation. Lester, I mean, I, that's a kind of an insult. But, like, Lester and Hamels, like, those dudes are no spring chickens at this point. Yeah, but they're probably they're probably the two hardest-throwing guys on the team yeah. still. yeah. And, uh, you know, Darvish, Darvish is not young. I mean, the, the, all, the almost the entire pitching staff is in their 30s. Is uh, Quintana 30 yet? He might just be, right? Yeah. Over under, does you Darvish, no, I think throw more than 20, does you Darvish start more than 20 games this year? Oh, God. Well, you want to talk about that? Because he went today. And, well, this uh, is, that's going to be one of, our, uh, one of our questions there. Somebody write that down out there in Rancherland. <laughs> um yeah somebody somebody's furiously scribbling as they drive um yeah darvish went today he gave up two runs he walked four his fastball was between 94 and 96 uh the positive bloggers the ones that are you know ha- half uh full with their glasses uh all were very excited about the velocity being back, which hey, that's a big deal. He was he was under ninety miles per hour at the end of it all last year, so it was not good. But yeah, but uh, you know the the uh, breaking ball was not being thrown for a strike. Um, you know, it's one start. I mean, obviously we're not going to freak out about it, but at the same time, you know, it wasn't good. I mean, I I I don't understand how people could spin it as good or bad when it had both elements. Well, it was it was his first start. They're in Arizona, and he couldn't get a breaking ball to do what he wanted it to do, and so he gave up some walks. It's spring training. That's what we do. Yeah, you know, like whatever. So you're right. It could be like it could be good or bad depending on what whatever you want to say about it. uh, What's weird to me is that uh, yeah, and I didn't see too many bad articles except for like the rags, which of course I put on the ranchers page like twelve up. If you ever read that one, it's a fucking uh, rag. No, I, they are ridiculous. It, yeah, they're ridiculous. So, But everybody else, like your Brett Taylors and your Bleed Cubby Blues and your uh, Cubs Insiders, you know, they were pretty positive about the 94-95. And, um, you know, like that means he's not hurt. He says he has no pain. He also Not did yet until he throws too many 94-95 pitches in his first fucking start of the year. Well, well, do you think, do you think that um, – that the that some of the bloggers are laying on it laying it on a little positively thick because they think that Darvish is a cream puff snowflake and he can't handle criticism so they're just like that was great you 95 that's really fast you Darvish <laughs> maybe i mean it does seem most of the beat writers for the cubs are fans and a little bit fanboy you know, I mean, they are they can be critical. I'm not like knocking on them for that, but they all do seem pretty fanboyish, you know, like other cities, 
you know, sometimes you read some of these guys who write for the Yankees or write in Boston. It seems like they all hate the team because they're just all they do is criticize. Yeah. Well, we got those guys, too. But yeah, no, for sure. But it seems less like, that, like especially uh, the online like us, I guess. <laughs> like, all What's we that? do, oh, like us, all we do is criticize. And right. But Chris, Chris Bryant and you, Darvish, have both taken note, I might add. Right. Well, yeah. I, well, so, KB for sure. I mean, KB yeah, we may as well have this. just said Danny Rocket was on my on jock, my jock last for year. two years straight, calling me a pretty boy <laughs> front man. Um, yeah, he well, he's been. You know, he comes out, and you know what? Put your money where your mouth is. You come out, you hit a home run uh, to start out your spring. You can be, you can say whatever the fuck you want right now. You know, especially uh, you know KB when he comes out of his head a little bit. You know, like he's he was pissed off about being called up ten days. You know, after you know for the service, he should, he service should be pissed thing. about that. <laughs> oh, he, he should be. I agree. Well, that's the rule. I mean, yeah, th- no, it wasn't the rule, Danny. They found a way around the. They, yeah, that was not the did. intent of the rule to begin with. Yeah, well, yeah, fine, but still, the that owners was the rule. and the front offices are like, oh, look, if we do this, and then they gave him ten count. million dollars and he got injured. So shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But hey, Danny, okay, Danny, maybe him in particular. Danny, maybe him in particular. But this has happened to a lot of guys. Sure, and they're uh, fucking with Vladimir them. And Guerrero. I know they're making a lot of money. But the owners are making way more money, and the percentage of the money the players are making compared totally, to what the owners are totally taking agree. It totally is agree. Is minuscule. Fuck the owners. Yeah, we we understood at the time, and we talked about this at the time, what the owners were doing and how it made sense, and it totally does make sense. And if that's the rule, they are flaunting the rule. Uh, they are using it to their advantage, and that's what you do with the rules in baseball. You do everything to your advantage. But that being said. I think, yes, we want to make sure that people understand that. Fuck the owners. KB shouldn't have had that done to him. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. should not have that done to him. Uh, who's the other guy, Lyle? Uh, there's another dude out there that's getting fucked. Maybe White uh, Sox guy. Uh, it was Vlad Jr. There was one more I know. that It was... Who the fuck was it? I don't know. Everybody yelling at their radio knows. So. I know. I'm so <laughs> irritated. You said it. And it was on Just, my tongue. Everybody listening right now that knows exactly who we are, insert name here. Yeah. That dude's getting fucked. Well, uh, does this change your mind at all? In 2015, which was the year in question when Chris Bryant was called up uh, 10 days later um, to get an entire uh, year of uh, control over Chris Bryant's contract, the Cubs had a 600 winning percentage in those 10 games without him and a 599 overall when he came to the team. Uh, finishing that oh, year so that was a waste wins. of a move. Yeah, exactly. He didn't <laughs> matter at all anyway. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, Bryant, shut up. They made you, they gave you $10 million, and then you got hurt, and now you're fucking bitching about it? And granted, they asked him about it, and he is the poster boy for this 10 days thing. Everybody thinks he won't sign with the Cubs when it comes down to it. He's he got has... Morris as an agent, and they're still pissed about this 10-day thing. And the whole, He which has the brought year. it up before. He oh, has yeah. bitched about it before. Not a ton. He's not like he's not fucking standing on a soapbox every day bitching about it, but anytime he's been asked about it, he has definitely been on the same story. That he was not happy. Yeah, don't Danny, I think you're wrong for ripping on him for this. No, I, I agree that the whole system is fucked up. 
I'm just saying. You, you, like, sound, you sound like those people that get pissed off at the guy standing in the cheese line for taking their money while on the other side there's fucking corporate welfare and, like, these corporations getting, like, billion-dollar tax no, breaks. I totally get it. I fucking am... building buildings. Like, the owners are getting free fucking stadiums, and yeah, I 90% get it. No. of the people who work in the fucking building can't even afford to pay their rent. No, absolutely true. But KB can afford his rent. And yeah, but he's still he's still un, I mean, based it, listen, I know he makes a lot of money, but based on what the owners make and and listen, nobody goes there to see fucking Tom Ricketts and his goofy ass fucking Ted Cruz looking <laughs> fucking face. Everybody goes there to look at <laughs> KB and his pretty blue eyes and his fucking golden smile. No, absolutely. Right. He yeah, is the draw. It's important for guys like KB to speak out about this. And every guy who's going, Harper should be talking about it. Arenado should be talking about it. Any of these guys that are going to get paid a shit ton of money, they are the ones that should be talking about it. And they need to fucking like work to get that changed. Like not just talk about it, but work to get it changed. Because what happens is once they do get paid, then they're like, you know this, and and this is like humans in general. Oh fuck them! I had to do it. You know what I mean? Like, so he should be talking well, about. Well, it's this. also. And, and I mean, and people this is, should be leading the way on this fucking dumb shit. I agree. I mean, the billionaires are becoming billionaireer. Well, the millionaires are becoming millionaireer, but not as millionaireer as they would like to. So it's really hard for a guy like me to really pick a dog in this fight because. Here's why. And this is what's left out of the conversation every fucking time when we talk about it. Where is the money coming from? Me. And you and you and you and everybody out there. And so every time like you go back to the stadium next year and the beer's an extra dollar and the hot dog's an extra dollar and the ticket's an extra eight dollars, you know, they're just it's just inflation. It's like a ridic- it's hyperinflation. I mean, I don't make any more money than I did the year before, barely ever, unless I can try to get get it out of people or work harder. And these motherfuckers are just being like, no, we need more, more, more. The owners try to get more, so the players try to get more, but it's coming from us. There's no other place it's coming from. There really isn't a, another place. It is a business, and we are the customer. Mm, TV. Yep, exactly. Who's the customer of TV? Us. You yeah, and me, well, we are paying for the buy TV. Yeah, but, but Danny, if you're, if you're going to... I mean, you're not going to take a stand because you're a fucking pussy and I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> you're going to still go to games and still spend all your fucking money there because you're a fucking loser. But if you weren't <laughs> oh, going to do it, you'd still, you'd still watch the games on TV because you still want to – like. You still want to watch the baseball. I don't. You still I, want to see the guys throwing the baseballs at the other guys in the I, swing I of don't. the bats and the hitting I, of the homers. I, I don't. I, li- I listen to the games on the radio usually. I mean, okay. but that's just me because okay, of my but preference. Okay, that, but that's money, but that's, too. They get but, paid for that. But that's just me. That's not John Q. Public, right? Yeah, right. that's just I my prefer preference. to listen on the radio too because I can do other things. Yeah, I get if I turn the fucking TV on, I'm a fucking zombie. But what so I don't watch. But it. all I'm saying but, is, like, let's say or Machado gets signed, uh, three hundred million dollars. You know, more money than anybody needs in an entire lifetime, uh, if not twenty lifetimes. And um, but where's that money going to come from? It's going to come from concessions. It's going to come from TV. It's going to come from the Padres and all their money. And I don't even know how they have $300 million except for that their entire payroll is nothing. And they've and the rest of the league has to share money with them. But 
I don't know. It just seems like the inflation is so ridiculous. I mean, well, because three hundred million, three hundred fifty million, four hundred million. But when's our next? When's our billion dollar contract coming? And it's just like, where's that money coming from? It's you and me. I don't know what to do about it, except for being like, hey, can we all just stop for a moment and just like play some fucking baseball and not have it be about, you know, the business of it constantly? Right. But see, I hear what you're saying there, Danny. But, you know, a lot of it is these the owners won't fucking take like last year. So this is a this is a sport that's in the decline. Right. That's all we ever hear. Like uh, baseball's, you know falling and and basketball is better and football is better and blah 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 and it's not doing that well they made the most money they've ever made 10 point like three yeah. billion dollars and when they made that 10.3 billion dollars the most they've ever met, made they didn't have to raise the ticket prices they didn't have to raise the beer prices they just made more than they ever made yeah they could have actually been like you know what fan rebate how about we do family days or something like that they could have done that but they didn't it's not necessarily like i don't blame the players for that i blame the owners it always comes back to the owners they're the ones fucking around and you know just gouging the living shit out of us can we talk about the owners real quick and what the players are the only ones that can gouge the owners so we need to like fucking support the players to gouge those fucking owners uh, I guess. I, can I can can I maybe just like not care about this part of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because as as I go on, and this is like more of an esoteric thought, but as I go on with my baseball fandom and having been like so deep in it the last you know more than half a decade uh, doing this podcast and everything, my enjoyment is uh, waning when I try to look at the big picture. <laughs> you know, if I look at like all the things you need to know about baseball to know about baseball to have a show about baseball, um, a lot of it brings me down because I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. And that's like the idea that John Lester's bad just because, you know, he's older and, you know, lost a tick. But, it, that, you know, you can't account in Pakoda for craftiness and, you know, using your tools to get the job done because you're a professional. Um, you know, that doesn't show up in the stats. And, like, the more nerdy things get, I get more like John Lester because I'm 45 years old. The bigger the money gets... And the less I can afford it all um, makes me less interested. And then I'm like, all right, well, what in this thing I love that I've loved so much for so long can I find to enjoy myself? And it really is just the sound of like a ball game on the radio and like, you know, a hot dog on the grill. Like I'm a simple man. (laughs) I'm a simple man when it comes down to it. And And the cracking of a can of beer. Yeah, exactly. And like. You know, I often wondered if I was more of a baseball fan or more of an alcoholic, <laughs> you know, within my, um, you know, <laughs> just because that's what I, you know, it's part of it all together to me, you know, sitting at a game, getting drunk, having fun with your friends. Um, and now to think about all this other crap um, and the players fighting the owners, I'm like, you know what? I don't even know how involved I want to get in this fight because it has really little to do with me except for I will get fucked in the end. And that is kind of a a, uh, a sad thing to me like let's say they raise the luxury tax you know to 300 million for you know they're like okay now we can do 300 million okay everybody that means your bleacher seat is now ten dollars more so that's what that all means right in the end well it should be less because they don't have to pay the tax anymore because they have less than 300 million on the payroll and uh like i like i said before that's what i'm saying this is the shit i don't even want to talk about because it ruins my enjoyment of baseball 
And so did Julian Green doing damage control on the broadcast. And uh, anybody catch this? Yes, it was, I heard that, I, and it was fucking It's funny. Terrible. I didn't listen. I didn't watch the game or listen to the game, but I listened to the video of that. It was uh, the audio of that, and that fucking sucked. <laughs> it really fucking sucked. Yeah, but guess what? The fans <laughs> cheered Russell. He didn't get booed. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, it doesn't do any good anyway. Like, <laughs> yes, it does. Let him know how you feel. I he suggested sucks. Fuck I'm... him. Fuck this team. Fuck that guy. I'm so fucking irritated. The only good thing that's happening is it looks like Addison Russell's losing his hair. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It's oh, my fucking, God. He's so fucking stressed out because he's he knows the other shoe's going to drop soon because eight more women are going to come forward. Yeah, he's, he, he looks when like... When it rains, it pours, dude. When this shit happens, it's not isolated. Yeah, he's got a he's got that little tuft in the front that is like his excuse for the front of his hairline. I, I think you then, guys are related. Is he your love child? Dude, I have more hair than Russell. Nah, you shave your head. That's the same hairline. Do you know, I know the other well. the, the other thing about Russell is that he does I've not. I've looked at the top of your head a lot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he uh, doesn't have a good head for the shave down either. He's got a right. bit of a pinky in the brain sort of fucking skull. Too bad there's no yeah. brain in there. Fuck. But, uh, hey, Russell's been doing pretty well in spring training. And, you know, this is the thing. I was listening to that. Oh, so all's forgiven. Well, you all's know, you forgiven. got Julian Green on there doing the damage control, saying, hey, you know, Russell's working hard. And, you know, and to me, it just, you know, hearing Russell do well and uh, in the game, it's it, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. What sucked for me is just like not being excited about like I'm not gonna like post a Russell Vroom Vroom meme like I used to. It's it's the exact same feeling we got every time that the uh, hammer and homophobe got a hit last year. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty similar. Just, if it hurts a little more because in 2016, you know, I mean, he's been the guy for a while and he was on that roster, and I don't give a right. fuck really, but. No, you're right. It's a very similar feeling. You're like, eh, great. He's on first. Great. Sack fly. Great. Double. You know, like, he didn't hit a double. I don't know. <laughs> it's it, The thing is, it's supposed to be entertainment, right? We're supposed to be entertained by all this. And if you're not entertained, it's hard to uh, really understand what the point of it all is. I, 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 I'm not necessarily entertained yet, but I did really enjoy... Hearing, you know, Len Casper's voice and the sounds of a ballpark. and Okay, so I had this conversation earlier today. I enjoyed hearing Len Casper's voice. Uh, I enjoyed Mick Gillespie on the radio. Here we go. Man, Here we go. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard to listen to Ron Coomer and, and try to just enjoy Ron Co- Well, you know, Michael, he's, he's just one of them broadcasters. That- oh, God. <laughs> He is so goddamn folksy and like, aw shucks and blah. And, and his stories are boring. I know. <laughs> and he's a grown man. One more person call him Coom Dog and I'm going to fucking slap myself <laughs> silly. He, yeah, <laughs> he like, drives, he's a grown fucking man. You know, and, and I'm not just straight up hating him because because he's actually like, I don't hate him. Like, uh, who is the dude that was on the Bob Brenly? I fucking wish Bob Brenly would Bob, get hit by Bob a car Bradley, and Bob they would Bradley back hate, up over him. Bob Brenly hated you too, and he hated I, all of us. Bob Brenly hated life. And, I fucking hate Bob. Salty Bradley. Bob Brenly is uh, one of my favorite memes of all time. I, yeah. I think that's a Twitter account, actually. 
Yeah, so well, it's it's not even it's not even on the same planet as my hatred for Bob Brenly. I just can't enjoy listening to this dude just go on about well, you know, I think it's going to be one of them days. Like yeah. what are what days? Like you say it every fucking day. Every day is one of them days to Ron Coomer. He doesn't like that's his catchphrase. Yeah. Every word that comes out of his mouth for an entire game is a catchphrase well, you know, and he, he just does it over and over. He's just one of them coom dogs that acts like that. <laughs> no. And you know, and, and he seems like a nice enough guy. I just, he, he's not that enjoyable. And I don't think that he has a good rapport with Pat. I think so they don't get a good, like back and forth going. I think he played the game. And if you listen for it, you might not like his delivery, but if you listen for it, he knows, you know, the game, he knows what pitch is coming next he knows, you know, that they're trying to get him to ground to second. He knows, you know, he just knows the game. And if you listen for it, like, and, and I think what you're objecting to is his delivery being just kind of dull and maybe, you know, not landing his thoughts. Yeah. It, well, kind of rambly. He's a little rambly. See, and, that, and that's what I'm hearing. Like, from other fans are, are telling me, like, yes, he has these good insights and stuff, but... <sighs> You got to pick them out of the the bullshit. The yeah, rest I, of it. I'm, I'm with you. Know? you. Yeah, no, I'm and, with. And that's the hard part because by the time he gets to something that may be like insightful, I fucking tune You're already out. Done. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that you know that goes to show that it does matter to be able to broadcast and to know the game are two completely different things. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, Len and JD. Look, they go on some of the fucking wildest tangents, some of the dumbest shit, but they're entertaining like the whole time. Like they seem to enjoy being together. And it's like two buddies kind of watching a game on top of, you know, the, the expertise they bring to it. Well, and I don't get that from Pat and Ron. Yeah. Well, Ron Santo will not be replaced. His birthday was just recently. And, you know, I they had Keith Moreland. Then Ugh. they then they had Coom Dog, and it's just and I don't know. Does it hurt more because they still call it Pat and Ron? And you it's, just think, oh, it makes it so much worse that I hear Pat and Ron, and it's not Ron Sanders. And you remember he's dead. Ah, uh, God! Why the and fuck I isn't it Mark? You, love- why isn't it Mark Grace? Oh God! Please give us Mark. Doesn't Grace. he? Doesn't he work for the Diamondbacks? He does. Yeah, he does but, their games? Doesn't but, he? And and they never yeah. really brought Mark Grace back. Like it didn't. That whole Cubs team just quit in such disgust. I mean, uh, it it was not good. I mean, Sammy Sosa's been gone. I guess Don- I know, but they everybody talks about the Sammy shit, and you know that they, it's time to forgive and like let him back. What he about Mark Grace? Because he's just not around. Yeah, he's not around because I think it went badly, you know? I mean, I think there's some bad blood and, like, everybody – nobody uh, – here's the thing. The new, like, you know, Cubway Cubs are not interested in Mark Grace's slump buster stories. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're they're trying to be a family show here, you know? They got a marquee network launching. They don't need Mark Grace's fucking stories. Well, I mean, like I mean, Addison, born against. Addison was into him until he, he realized it wasn't lip busting. It was just slump busting. Uh, oh, God. Uh, what an asshole. Uh, no, uh, Losing his hair. Losing Mark, his hair. Just going. Mark Grace won. I fucking hate, uh, I fucking hate Addison Russell. Yeah. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. 
But no, Mar- Mark Grace won the World Series with the Diamondbacks, and I think he is a very likable guy, and I think he's, you know, fun on the air. And why would the Diamondbacks get rid of him, and why would he leave like that was his shining moment? He may not have been as, you know, well, big a part of that team. Defined shining moment. Defined shining moment. That's his ring. Yeah, that's his ring. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd love to see him back, but it, it's a good question. I, I don't hate Coombdog that much. Um, it's, I, if, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's bad. Like I just kind of am used to it at this point. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not used to it because I've always been able to just turn the game on right, like but, on TV and just listen to Lennon and JD. And so now I'm, now I'm having to deal with it and it's uh it's a struggle. Okay. Before we totally move on from the whole Julia green damage control segment on the opening uh, broadcast. Now I, here's my question. Cause I, I personally, I think you do have to do some damage control. You got to put out Tom Ricketts. You got to put out Julian Green to address these things. I get, you know what, Danny? I guess you're right. Like, I hate that idea of it. They but if they're f- going to keep them, it's going to be constant damage control this year. Yeah, and, and they got out in front of it. Now, here's my question. Was it a mistake to do it on the first broadcast of the year? Or should they have, like, if I was the, the damage control guy, I would have been like, let everybody enjoy some baseball. Two weeks of baseball, and then we'll come in and be like, you know, after Russell's hitting like 385 and stuff, you know, or whatever's going on, and be like, you know, he's doing the hard work, he's in there, he's really motivated, and then you could sell it. But to do it the first game, was that the mistake? That was one of many mistakes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that they, they didn't even need to go on the broadcast. Yeah, you do, do it, it separate, They're, right? They're doing it enough in the in the media, in the paper, in the after the game, the you know the interviews, all that shit. You could do it all through there, but to do it during the broadcast was rough. And the only thing that I could say for Julian Green in that that I kind of felt for him, I like Julian Green by the way very much. He, I've I've hung out with him a few times, even in like like just hanging at a bar situation. You know, he and, did not sound like he believed one fucking word of it. Because it sounded like he was just reading off a script, and as I we said, kept saying so, the same fucking things as, over and over. As again. I said, I like Julian Green, and that's my point: is like he can't bullshit, which is why I like Julian Green. Because even through his, you know, get out there and say the things I'm supposed to say thing, we all knew that he didn't believe a fucking word he said. Right. So I, f- I feel bad for that guy if this is his new job is to be the fucking PR for the wife beater. Like, should it should God. it should it have been Ricketts? Uh Joe Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to hear his take on it. Yeah, how about Todd oh. Rick? How about little Todd Ricketts? Just throwing his fucking hot dogs around. <laughs> All right. Uh no, it was it was bad. It was bad. I would have just liked it not to be a part of the broadcast and it- maybe just leave it in like they could talk about it after the game all they want. But here's the distinction. Is it because the subject matter is unpleasant and we don't want to deal with it or and or is it because they sucked at dealing with it? Like that's what I'm wondering. That's my question to myself of like who do I blame on this? You know, is it is it the fact that it's just a bad situation and there's no way to get it done well and they should have just released Russell and you know, the Cubs are in well, over they their totally, head. Well, they they totally fucking fucked up. And they deserve every fucking thing they get. And I hope people are pissed and I hope people don't go to the fucking stadium. And 
they're going to keep doing this all year, but everyone can see right fucking through it. It just, dude, the guy doesn't deserve to be there. It's absolute fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He's losing his hair. <laughs> That's so good. He looks like <laughs> shit. Uh, it's, it, it is actually just so entertaining to me. I was thinking of replacing the uh, sad Jag, Jack White on the ranters page with Russell's Chrome. Dog. Oh my God. But I thought it would be too controversial that I'm like, ah, I'm losing my controversial touch. Bald, baldy, baldy McPunching bag. Yeah. No, I, Danny, I think you do have a point there though. It, it is, uh, it is a subject that we don't really like to talk about and the Cubs are handling it bad. It's just, they're, it's, they're it's in over their head. This is not their area of expertise. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I said, well, it's especially, especially in bro sports culture. You know, there's, and, there's, there's no smart women in the room saying, guys, we got to get as far away from this person as possible. This is a no win situation. You look really bad by fucking yeah. celebrating right. and him as, and saying, oh, he's a good guy. No, he's not. He's a piece of shit. Did you Fuck see the, him. did you see the articles? And I did not read one. But I get the got the gist of it from the headline, so basically, don't listen to what I'm about to say. But there were uh, some articles in the Tribune about you know uh, psychologists weigh in whether it's a good idea to support Addison Russell or not, or a abuser in general as they try to get back on their feet. You know, well, I mean, we didn't I, even right, talk well, about the well, fact I mean, that you I can mean, support how, him how, and not have him on your team. How you can how have tone deaf. How how tone deaf was it for this entire time? They're like, well, he did the hardest part already. Oh, yeah, you know, going out and doing that press. No, the hard part is doing the work and making himself a better person and realizing what he did wrong. And it doesn't feel like any yeah, but, of those things have happened but, but yet. Lyle, I mean, He's just saying the words that the PR people want him to fucking say. Addison Russell is a piece of. <laughs> yeah, and if it was fucking hard, it wouldn't only take. Three months or whatever the fuck he's taken. Like, he's acting like, oh, it's been so hard. It's been three months. You want hard? Fucking, you know, see us in 10 years and, you know, let's see how hard it was because that's how long. Like, well, I, Why are you talking about his penis? We know it's always hard. What are you <laughs> yeah, talking about? We know I don't that. Know. <laughs> no, but I think the other thing about hearing that, Danny, is that a lot of us are not ready, as Lyle has uh, so eloquently shown us. We're not ready to fucking forgive uh, is is Addison it even? Uh, it's not up to us. Like it's it's no, but it is when we're listening and you want to know whether or not that struck us because it's a it's not a subject matter we want to talk about because it's a you yeah. know it's like it's unpleasant you know a yeah. downer and all this stuff. It's also because we no matter how you how you spin it, we're not ready to fucking have any conversation in which Addison Russell can be. I don't know, looked at in any sort of a favorable light. And right. it's going to be many years of actually showing us that he can be a better person before maybe we'll be in a mindset that we can hear he's done the hard part. You know, that's years and years down the road. Yeah. And do you know when we'll know that it happened? Is when we can call him Addy again. Because we'll know I, when it's happened when they're putting him in. No, the you're gonna forg you're right. gonna forgive him if he goes three for four in a playoff game and they win it. <laughs> I you will, go, oh, there goes Addy. You're gonna. I'm, I'm just saying quick. it's not for me. He didn't do shit to me. 
except for be a big fat liar. But like the world is full of big fat liars. I hate them all. You know, I you yeah. know I don't. Have but to- he's a piece of garbage, and he doesn't sure. deserve to be on a major league baseball team. That's my point. It's it sucks. You know, I, I sent I sent you guys an article. Emma Thompson, the actress, just quit a movie that she was doing because they hired somebody who was like a serial like harasser of yeah. women. And she wrote this long letter. And, Saw it. and the, the one quote that I liked, it's a, she said, it feels very odd to me that you and your company would considering hire, hiring someone with so-and-so uh, pattern of misconduct, given the present climate in which people with that kind of power that you you have can reasonably be expected to step up to the plate. And that's what fucking I've been waiting for. Like, they didn't step up to the plate. They yeah. did they didn't do they did the wrong thing. Well they, they didn't they, do the right well, thing. But they think they, they could still help him, but they don't need to keep him on the team and keep him on the baseball well, team. And he's not it's, on the he's he, not on the roster right now. Yeah. We do we don't know what's gonna happen in the end. I mean they still might be looking to like, you know, pull a fast one and, you know, you know, move him to somewhere with some value. I don't know like what the ultimate plan is in, in Theo's mind because he's not on the roster. It's all conditional. I think he will be back May 2nd. Um, you know, the Cubs are playing him in spring training. He's doing qu- – and, and I'll bring it up again. He's doing quite well. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it's 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 a bad situation. And um, I don't know. Like, it, you know, I feel like this has nothing to do with baseball. And it has everything to do with life. And I think – I don't know. To me, when you're ba- when baseball is such a big part of your life, it affects my life. The fact that he's a big fucking line sack of shit, but at the same time, like he's going to be back on this team, and I I don't know. I guess I I I'm trying to ready myself to not give up what I love about watching baseball and being a Cubs fan over some dumbass. I'm not going to let that motherfucking dumbass ruin my Cubs. You know what I mean? Like he's not it's allowed. Too late. No, no, it's he's too not late. allowed. No, he can't get to me. That's what I'm no. saying. I, I would disagree with you on that. Well, I don't think it's it's too late. It is unfortunate. It is it is frustrating. It's it's Joe Ricketts can't do it. Like nobody tough, can do it. My, my fucking shit is stronger than their shit, and I will win. He is a way blip I've got to on win. the amount of. He's a blip on the radar compared to the amount of time we've been following this team and how much time we. He wasn't even born when I started following this team. Fuck him. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. Can yeah, we move well, on to something well. else that makes my stomach hurt? Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, it's terrible news, guys. The Taco Bell on Addison is no more. Why is this Goodbye. a story still? <laughs> <laughs> but it is to be replaced by a new Taco Bell cantina that serves booze. So Wait, <laughs> double, double your diarrhea <laughs> because you can eat a uh, Nacho Bell Grande and get an, an overpriced Modelo. So Probably. you're telling me that I used to have to go out and get hammered before Taco Bell tastes good. Now I can just go to Taco Bell and get hammered, and oh, then I don't have yeah, to go Yeah, it's been anywhere? going on for a few years, Michael. Where have well, you been? They've been opening them up all over the one place. Stop where, where have I been? Not at fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. That's not really news, but uh, Wrigley continues to change. Wrigleyville. I just think it's funny that people keep posting this shit like, oh, I can't believe McDonald's got torn down. I can't believe that Taco Bell's getting torn down. It's like, motherfucker, it's it's fast food places. Really? Like, people have, like, real, like, I don't know, emotional fucking baggage tied up with the goddamn 
Taco Bell. Like, well, sure, yeah, that's, that's, that's where you got your first blowjob in a bathroom. Fine. Just go somewhere else and get a blowjob in a bathroom and fucking forget about Taco Bell. You could still get a blowjob at Taco Bell Cantina, I would imagine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it might, that's off. It might be easier now. Yeah, it might be. It's classier, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. With liquor involved? You kidding me? It's going to be blowjobs all over that bathroom. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to go in there. Um, I didn't go to the old Taco Bell. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I went to McDonald's, uh, the old one, a bunch of times, pretty much to take a leak. So, to me, their Big Macs taste like piss. Um. Well, uh, one more Cubs thing, guys. Uh, how about all those extensions being signed around the major leagues? Uh, Hicks for the Yankees, Arenado for the Rockies today. And Aaron Hicks is getting $70 million. That's insane. He's not that He's good, not right? That... Yeah. No. But um, listen, I think all these players have watched what have, what's happened over the last two years and not a lot of players getting money. I mean, other than the Rockies spending a ton of money at the beginning of last offseason before they realized nobody else was going to. Hey, they won and the then, wild card game. And then and then this Machado deal, which still goes to show that maybe the biggest, a couple of biggest stars in the league will still maybe garner some of these big contracts. Uh, Harper's still out but, there, though. I mean, you know, yeah. the, even the Cubs are back in the rumors as mystery team of the dude, short-term dude, how deal. About, how, how, just, just a quick thing on Harper. Does it upset you more even now, not just uh, a 40-year-old pitcher, $20 million who nobody thinks is going to be that good this year. But then to say you have no more money yet, you there are like four or five different organizations reported in the last couple of days that Harper, like the Phillies deal is a really good deal. Yeah. He just really he, doesn't he, want to go he there. Want he yeah. would like to be on the Cubs or maybe the Dodgers. The Cubs could have him if they wanted him. They just don't want him. And I'm not sure, you know, it might listen Hindsight is 2020, so five years from now we can talk about whether this Harper deal ends up being a good one. Nobody in Washington seems to be crying that he's leaving, but John, Johnny, does- our Nationals fan friend, cannot wait for him to fail where he's going. We, we, no, we've <laughs> right. been texting about it all week. Yeah, I uh, he hates him. Yeah, I feel like fan. if the Rickets, if if the Cubs had not won. In 2016, I think the Ricketts would have already pulled the trigger on Harper. Yeah, we'd have a four hundred million. Yeah, but, then, but all these they're teams like, saying uh, they don't have all these teams saying they don't have money, and then all the small market teams are out spending big fucking money right now, including the Rockies and, and the Padres. I mean, it just it's frustrating. To, I don't know. It just it's frustrating to see the Cubs not only have a fucked up season, they could they could will. You know how they could get people to stop talking about Addison Russell and their fucking. TV station oh, yeah, and yeah, fucking just, Grandpa Joe and all their shit. Sign Harper. They don't get it. Yeah, the rumor yeah. today was that Hayward, because he left, he didn't play today because of personal reasons, that it was uh, because they were working on a trade, of course, to dump that contract. I'm like, who's going to take that? Yeah, nobody's taking that contract. Dude. No way. His personal reasons was that he was watching a live like uh, web feed of them tearing down the Taco Bell, and he was crying. He yeah. could not take the field. He was too broken up. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not a cantina guy. <laughs> no. Um, but but right. here's, here's, here's the question. Here, this is the last Cubs thing. Um, should the Cubs offer one of these contracts, and who, who do you think would take it? 
I mean, Rizzo already took that, you know, really cheap deal to, you know, buy out his 20s. Um, should he should he take one? Should they offer him one to tie to, you know, buy out his 30s? Um, Schwarber is another one that could be bought out. Baez and Bryant, you know, I mean, of those guys, who do you think would extend and who do you think they should extend? Who do I think would? I think Rizzo would because he knows that he's not that good anymore he's and got everybody that, thinks he's good. That big boy in a beef money, so, too, is already rolling in. So, like, you don't want to right. stop that fucking Dude, I, who the, I but, think. By the way, I totally this, disagree. Fucking Rizzo is be, amazing. You're, of course you do. You'd jerk him off if he was sitting next to you right now. Um, if, oh, with my feet. <laughs> oh, is that somehow better? I don't know. I, by the, ask, by ask the Robert way, Kraft. I just literally, I vividly pictured that in my mind when you said it. I, I yeah. got a really disgusting chill. Like yeah. I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, Lyle's, Lyle's I, not I, a literally, the I just saw, and, and I hope everybody in their cars with their children right now is picturing Michael Cotton jerking off Anthony Rizzo with his feet. I can, a Rizzo I can see it so clearly. It's disturbing, but I, I kind of enjoy it too. You know, pe- yeah. people in the IVNV uh, Sunranto weight loss uh, really digging on my sock game. I've got a really strong sock game, <laughs> oh. which I have that because uh, I send those pictures to Rizzo all the time. I don't know. I pictured your You're barefoot. Right. I pictured your barefoot, which was just that much. Well, worse. it's because you probably have like fucking crazy hammer toes and like all kinds of moldy, I, nasty toenails. Yeah. Too. I oh, have magic. I have one moldy, nasty toenail. See? It's, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the vomitorium part. This is the worst podcast of the year. This is the first one. And like, Rizzo, like, Rizzo's, Rizzo's totally into that, uh, by the way. That's his kink. So, but, um, but you don't right. think they should extend him? <laughs> I do not. I do not. I, I don't. So who I think they should, and you'll probably be surprised by this, is I really think they should do it for Schwarber. I, I, I do, too. I've decided what? I'm going to st- I'm going to stop ripping on him. I'm going to stop saying they should trade. I am all in on Schwarber. He's my guy now. It's him, Javi, and Wilson. Those are the guys. I think they should. If they get Javi to do it, I wouldn't a second. I don't think Javi will. I think Javi. I think free agency is really tempting to Javi Bias. I don't, I don't and know. there's no way Chris. There's no way Chris Bryant's on this team in two years. So I think I think the best thing you can do is trade him and get what you can out of him. Brian. Okay, see, now I'm going to totally disagree with you here because I think Baez is the one that they should be trying to do this with. And I, just said I that. also think he would. No, I think you just said, said the that. opposite, Lyle. Let, no, <laughs> no, I think he would. You just said he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Oh, oh okay, okay. And I'm saying okay. so, that they should and he would. That's what I'm okay. disagreeing about. Yeah. Okay. Like everybody knows that they. I, I mean, I hope so. there's not a single player that you said, Danny, that they shouldn't do this for. That's well, wrong. I mean, let's just say like they get a a, a decent deal, like like Arenado got. I, I guess if you're looking at p- paying a Machado thirty million a year, and you can get um uh somebody like uh, uh Arenado for around like, that, you know, and it's you like just lock 20- it up. He's at like twenty five and twenty six a year. Yeah, so it's less, and yeah, he's it's probably it's less better than Machado. than Machado, and he's better than Machado, but he's going to be a career, and th- and that's what I'm wondering. Like, are you going to see more career dudes now? Like, are you going to see a career Cub Rizzo? Well, even though he's already been a Padre and a Red Sox, kinda. Um, 
I don't think you'll see a career Bryant, but you could see a career Schwarber. You could see a career Baez. I mean, I would like that. I kind of want Harper to be back with the Nats because they offered him $300 million, right. I think. You know, you know, it's just like, just take the fucking money and be a career national. That'd be cool. I would, these, would support that, you know? So these guys are doing this right now because they know that the work stoppage is coming in less than two years, right? The lockout right. or the work stoppage is coming in less than two years, and guys that don't have contracts are guys who are going to get fucked, and they'll never make that money back. They as think, or it's going to go contract. the other way, and they're going to sign a really good deal. You don't know what's going to happen, but people are, are, are definitely – it seems like that, Mike, for sure. But if you can get your money now, if you can guarantee – your $25 million a year for the next 10 years rather than take a chance in two years that, you know, you're going to have to give up $25 million for that one year because you're not going to play. You know what I mean? So, but I think that, I think Javi Baez would take an extension at a slight discount. You know, I do, than I what do you too. Would. Bryant will not. Schwarber might. And, um, yeah. Bryant won't. Right, I agree with Danny. Bryant won't. Schwarber might, but Baez will because Baez he he seems to love the Cubs and love being in Chicago and love his life right now. And he seems like the type of dude that would just do it because he loves it. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think he likes being a Cub. I think he likes how Cub fans feel about him. Um, yeah, I he is think most I people's think he favorite. Like, I, I, I think he likes money too, so just remember that. Well, I don't but, know though. They, they all like money. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think that's what motivates him because you know it. it when that's bullshit. No, I, I, I really don't. I don't think that is the main motivating factor to Javier Baez's life. I really don't. I, I think that it is, and I don't think it is for Rizzo either. I think Rizzo, when he signed the seven million dollar deal, he was like, "Yo, bro, I'm a millionaire. Let's go to the club." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there are different kinds of people. And Bryant has had, you know, $300 million in his fucking sights since he was in high school. Baez was like, I hope I can get a chicken for my family and my sister doesn't die. Yeah, Baez made, what, $550,000 last year? That's what I'm year. saying. I'm just ta- calling it how I see it. Yeah. Baez made five fifty last year and didn't fucking peep. Didn't say a word. You know, like... Yeah, Bryant it like loses a year of eligibility as a ten millionaire and is like fucking bitching. So I'm just saying, there's two different kinds of people here involved. Uh, Fair. I think part of Bryant's bitch, though. Listen, he's making his money. He's bitching for the people behind him. I I think what I think his bitching is noble. He's bad at it though. He's he's got that smile on his face the whole time. I, he's like I he's don't, like hokey, I don't though. like him. No, he he doesn't have. I mean, it's funny that people are like, "Ooh, it's the Bryant Gosh Darn It tour," <laughs> you yeah. know. But yeah. when Pollyanna bitches, people pay a little more attention because it's Pollyanna, right? Good, like, good point. Good you point. Don't expect him to do it. Yeah, and he, he and he and if he was coming out of his face, it you know like <laughs> let's say we do, you know, it it would not. It would maybe uh, kind of ring. Like a clang, you know, wouldn't have the quite the. How impact. much would you love to hear him go off on a rant like, uh, like the three of us do at times? Yeah, exactly. I was like, he can't even like Michael Cotton rant. Goddamn but- Lee Elia version of Chris Bryant. With- I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like him. we need we need to to match that up to uh, a video of him. 
like speaking and just put Lee Ilya's rant I, instead. I do not have that skill, but I think it would be funny anyway, yeah. even if I did it poorly. So, um, all right, should we get into the uh, 40-man competition? I mean, Let's I, do it. Are we done with the Cubs? I think we're done with the Cubs. All right, so I, I'll play that. This is still the Cubs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's too soft. Last week, well, I changed the question a little bit. And I asked, how many innings will be eaten by middle relievers Xavier Cedeno, Brad Brock, and Tony Barnett? Yeah, I asked. I, I changed the question. Is that okay? Did I guys? finally win one of these motherfuckers? Like, Brad Brock better have won. Brad Brock won. Brad Rod Brock! Yeah, Brad Brock won on Twitter. I'm looking up the numbers right now. My internet is very slow. This is uh, a disaster. Um... Let's see. Where's my poll? I just put it up today. Uh, anyway, Brad Brock won, but it was like, I can't find the fucking thing. I'm sorry, hey, everybody. This is radio look, death. Look, look, look at this. The first time I win one of these motherfuckers, Dane's like, ah, the internet's bad. I can't, I yeah, can't find I anything. Can't find yeah, I don't think it really happened. A tree fell right, in the here woods. We go. Nobody 60, was around. 65% of Twitter, only 75 votes, um, t- chose Brad Brock. Xavier Cedeno... Came in second with 20%. Tony Barnett, uh, 15%. Um, over on the Ranters page, I'll look that up now. I didn't write this down. I'm, I am really apologize for <laughs> all the wasted time that uh, is going. He, he, he saw it wasn't him winning. He's like, fuck this. I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah. You know, half the time I forget even who I had. And I know you guys are probably all the same that- that Same was like way. me last week. Yeah, I was so pissed that Zobarist won until I realized it <laughs> was your guy. Exactly, I know. All right, here we go. Brad Brock won uh, by a landslide also on Facebook. Um, 22 to 5. No, no, 25 to 5. Um, Anthony Rizzo even got three votes. <laughs> be, be, and so did Bryce Harper. Beat out Tony Barnett, who only got one vote. <laughs> Bryce Harper got more votes. And uh, the only vote for uh, Lyle's guy was by Lyle. So I guess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the zero there, and I was like, fuck this. You lose. Um, so, um, so this week, uh, we decided to do the catchers, but we didn't really remember that we had already done Taylor Davis earlier in the, the year. But we had not done Wilson Contreras and Victor Caratini yet as the, on the Battle of the 40-man so um, we're kind of kind of do Taylor Davis, right? Are, are you going to do Lyle? You got Taylor Davis, right? No, I'm taking Rizzo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's I already right. did yeah, Taylor you, Davis. Yeah, because yeah, Taylor also, Davis has already been right. done. We also realized we never did won. Rizzo. And Anthony Rizzo. So basically, this is just a gimme to Lyle, unless I change the question. Wilson Wait, Contreras. No, I have Wilson Contreras. How is it a yeah, gimme I, for Rizzo? This is this is going to be a hard fought battle. By the, the way, guy we this know is, won't win is Victor Caratini. But t- Taylor, well, what what what's crazy is Michael should probably take Rizzo because I'm about to rip Rizzo a new asshole, and I think Wilson Contreras is the second best player on this team. Mm, I got something to say about that. So let me start as the underdog with Victor Caratini. All right, now let's all remember that Caratini was the guy who was going to be the catcher before Contreras was the guy to be the catcher. All right. Um, he was tearing it up in the minor leagues up until 2017. Um, I think if Victor Caratini 
was chosen to be the guy instead of Contreras, Caratini might be on the level of Contreras. At least with the bat. And probably with the glove, too, because let me just uh, tell you why Victor Caratini should win instead of Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras is the worst framing pitch-framing pitcher, uh, catcher in the major leagues. The worst. By- He's been working on it all offseason. That, that might be something of the past. He was responsible for 18 runs last year. 18, according to pitch-framing metrics. Uh, Caratini only won. So let's uh, let's look at the math here. And given that the Cubs scored one run 40 times last year, I could say that uh, likely 18 losses were Wilson Contreras' fault due to his pitch-framing uh, shittiness. The Cubs should have won 113 games last year. Contreras, Don't bore me with your nerd stats. I'm just telling you, 18 losses... Nerd stats, nerd, nerd, pitch framing, nerd stats. Just telling you what what the experts <laughs> say. Okay, uh, uh, nerds, nerds. Now, uh, I won't, I won't get into Anthony Rizzo and how you know the only reason he took all that money is because he knew he was going to suck after he turned thirty, gained forty five pounds, and his best bet would be Mark Grace coming to the team and being his, uh, his slump busting partner. And uh, I have to tell you happen. though. Rizzo's pitch framing, immaculate. Great pitch framing from Rizzo. As a pitcher? Yeah. No, as a left-handed catcher. Rizzo is done. Rizzo can't do the splits anymore. I watched it last year as he warmed up. Uh, Rizzo's not your guy. Uh, He he can, I guess, be a leader on the team, uh, playing pranks, uh, you know, being, you know, he wore the uniform on the plane last year. Uh, he, he's kind of like the class clown, right? You know, that he's going to be a big, fat uh, first baseman. His home run numbers will decline year after year. Uh, he's going to sign an extension and, uh, you know, it, end up just kind of being big, fat Rizzo over at first as the Cubs come to fourth place. tell him how wrong he is. Victor Caratini. I'm, I'm, tired, I'm tired of, I can't, no, I can't I, hear let me you finish. bitch let me, about this guy No, anymore. I still have Lyle, time. You're up. I, I got time on Caratini first, all tell right? Tell us how, well, well, then talk about Caratini. All right, Caratini. Quit talking about my fucking man. I'm trying to win here, all right? I, I, I already dogged <laughs> Contreras as a failure of pitch framing. Uh, Caratini, you know, 17 runs better pitch framing-wise last year. And that's a counting stat, so take it with a grain of salt. But um, uh, Caratini can play first base just like Rizzo can. But can Rizzo play third? No. Caratini can play third. Rizzo I mean, can play any position on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Joe um, just won't let him. And let me, Ask Rizzo. He'll play anywhere. And let me just dog on Taylor Davis for a moment. Well, no, well, no, no. He's not, not even We've Taylor already Davis. done Taylor Davis. Well, I'm just saying, he's the third catcher, you know, if there were to be a third catcher. He's the, the Cubs' third catcher right now. And all I'm saying is that he's not even the Cubs' third catcher because the last two years when uh, it came time for Taylor Davis to come up and uh, be the third catcher when a catcher was injured, uh, the Cubs went with Rene Rivera and Chris Jimenez instead because Taylor Davis is fucking terrible. That's my last uh, bit about it. Caratini should be the winner this week because... Let's face it, Rizzo's on the decline, and uh, who's the other guy? 
Oh, yeah, uh, Wilson Contreras. Uh, he had one, count it, one uh, Grand Slam last year. No three-run homers. Uh, his bat is dead. His uh, pitch framing is terrible. He's on the decline. He's the he's the new fucking uh, uh, Tim Federowitz. Yeah. Well, here here let me let me take over this Rizzo discussion. And Michael, it's enough of this stuff from from Danny. But I gotta say, Danny, you're 100 percent right about Rizzo. Yeah, on the decline. Can't do the splits. He, he is. No, listen, I, I don't want to hurt everyone's feelings. There are some great players on this team. I think I think this team was Brizzo for a few years, and I just think those days are past. I do think it's the Javi, Wilson, Schwarber show moving forward. I, I just – I think those two I, – I think KB's on his way out the door. And Anthony Rizzo is just kind of on the decline. He's He's an average player, but – I think with the Cubs, you know, I asked you guys last week, what would you have done differently this offseason than what the Cubs have done? And I got to tell you, I I mean, one of the first things I, I would have done was make make a few more trades. I, I, I think that the Cubs really made a huge, 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 huge mistake. And you know, huge. signing Cole Hamels was a huge waste of money. But the totally other agree. great thing that they could have done was traded Anthony Rizzo when the perception is that he's still an elite star before oh, he goes bite goes your down. tongue. I, the yeah. captain will be it, there. He's going to be an all timer. He's going to be there for the rest of his career. He's, he's an all timer. He won it. But listen, 2016. Listen, this is the guy. Dude, he, you look he, at he had, time, wait, 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 wait. He had a bad at, hey, bat shut up. for hey, half you, a season last chance. year. You'll, you'll get your chance. I'm making uh, your argument. You want Rizzo to win. I want Rizzo to win. Everybody wants Rizzo to win because he's the best. Listen, he's a 2.7 war player. 2.7. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's coming back hey, with a with a with a 35 homer season. Right, yeah, Lyle's got the floor. <laughs> I got the clutch. So playing I'm the only time, one making an argument for your guy. Oh, my God. Do you ever shut up? Is, well, how many times have you ranted already this show? Jesus. So play, playing, time, playing time, Anthony Rizzo is the single player on this team over the last three years that's been on the field the most. And, you know, 2016, he had a 5.2 war, which was good for, I think, second most on the team. And then 2017, he slipped down to 4.2. Which still had him at the top, but just not that great. Then last year, 2.8. I don't even think he was the fifth best player on the team. Listen, can you, Danny, tell me something about regression. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many things open. Uh... Regression is a really powerful thing. In this yeah, case, it, it works in our it favor. Is. It, it is, and he, the Cubs could have used it to their advantage and traded Rizzo because people didn't realize he was regressing so much. They could have made a bold move, not signed that fucking 40-year-old pitcher, gotten rid of Rizzo, maybe made another move or two. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe you can get rid of that Hayward contract, and they could have got Machado and Harper, or done something else. Got a closer, maybe got a better arm. I, I think yeah, this would really have been a better have a cl- team. And I, I, I'm sad to say, I love Anthony Rizzo. I love what he's done, but his days are done, people. But you got three more years of this pretty inexpensive contract with Rizzo. 
You know, I mean, yeah. He, uh, well, thank God it's cheap because eleven he's, million. He plays like he he plays like a cheap guy. I I mean, in all seriousness, probably not. But you could get for his contract. In that he's regressing, you could have got a ton for him because there's a lot I of value agree. with him. I agree with you there. I think that on the trade block, who he plays, would bring something who good. Who plays first? Who plays first? Oh, I know. Victor Caratini. But nobody or, plays or, first or, except for Rizzo. Or, or Chris Bryant and get a real third baseman like Machado. There could, <laughs> th- You know what? You're right. There could have been a lot of like, let's shake this shit up. And, and they and they need a shakeup, and I think that would have better been a better move if they weren't willing, willing to spend money. They should have at least shaken the team up a little bit and scared the shit out of some of the guys there. Instead of adding fucking like a listen, I, I mean, I don't know. I just I, I don't think signing a guy for twenty million dollars this year, picking up a deal, and then deciding that you have no money to spend on players was a good fucking move on a player who wants to be on your team. Reportedly, Bryce Harper. Well, Wants right. to be on the Cubs and is, I mean, arguably one of the best talents in baseball. Yeah, and I'm not 100% sold on him. I'm not saying Me either. I mean. But I, I just, I think you would have been a better baseball team. I think they failed. They really failed this offseason. I don't think they've, I don't think they've done anything that great as an organization or been lucky as an organization since the World Series year. Well, here's I mean, you're all, you've been about the like let's shake this shit up, let's like make some trades. You've kind of been there for a long time. Like you wanted Schwarber gone a long time ago. Um, I did, but I'm sold on him now, and I think he's probably undervalued now. And they were maybe smart to hold on to him. Yeah, I think like, like and, and, and I'll the, admit I'm wrong. I'll admit I'm wrong. I think you were trying to get trades made in the middle of the 2016 playoff run. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> you're like, there's got to be some waiver deal we can do. Um. But, and I still think Joe Madden's not the guy to get them to the promised land again. The real year of it is 2021, when pretty much everybody's contract ends. Um, you know, I, I think that's the end of the so-called window, you know, depending on how they add around. You, and, you, you, you actually think the window's still open? I think the window is right. I think the window's open for just about every team in the NL Central right now. And I that's well, kind of how it looks. I think, I think we all play each other. Central even looks so tight. I think you might be in trouble. Also, agree. I not only do I think the window has been pushed down. There's not even a crack left. It's closed, and somebody just flipped the lock. And there's a guy standing next to it with a gallon of paint, ready to paint the seams closed. Oh my god! Shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. They, 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 they look. They fucked up. The window. They, the window is still open. Could they Dude, have done stuff old. that would have made this they're team much old. better? Yes. They're, they're getting old, they're regressing, and they didn't make any moves that make any sense for this team. I think they really fucked up. I, I think April we'll, will be we'll when – yeah, no, I it, think, and I think we'll know in a month. I think the people you build this fucked. team around for the future are, are fucking Javi Baez, Wilson Contreras, and then maybe Schwarber. Although I still think Schwarber makes a better DH, but listen, he's getting better in the outfield. And the God DH, bless him, he's the, working hard. The DH is coming to the NL. Yeah, and then then he's the perfect guy. So, but he's probably gone by then. But I think you build around then, which makes the case for Michael's guy. My my fucking my my brain is melting here. Look, Rizzo's bouncing back this year. He won't he won't sleep. You said on, that last year. You said that last year. 
But he, no, I said he was going to be he was going to be the same as he's been. Thirty two home runs, a hundred and five RBI guy. Uh, play great defense at first. That's who Rizzo is. Last year he slept on a P. There was a P in his bed, like Princess <laughs> P or whatever the fuck that was. And uh, he hurt his back in Cincinnati, and he was in trouble for so, the first so, half of the season. So the, Rich- the only chance that this Cubs team has this year to do any damage and even make the playoffs is if they grow a set of balls and KB really is mad and goes out there and rips ass in the rest of the team. Listen, it's very clear in the NFL, in the NBA, in the NHL, the nobody believes in us team. They really can really do some yeah, fucking and damage. That, and, and, if, and if nobody believes in this Cubs team and they fucking rally around each other and fucking circle the wagons and they play as a team and they're really fucking go and they stay healthy, they have a shot. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't well, see Rizzo I don't see is going to be a big it. part of that with his 40 home runs. I don't see it happening. 40? Yeah. 40 home runs. All right. Well, are you going to do Contreras? I'm going to try. If, right, well, I know Lyle no wants to, to. Worst pitch framer in the majors. Look, whatever. Worst pitch framer. His Most problem overused last catcher year, in baseball. Joe's going to yes, kill him. That was the problem. Joe overused him. He he had the most innings of any any catcher in baseball last year. Yeah, he's not the Joe, greatest defensive catcher in terrible. the league, but he's only been a catcher for like five years. Joe you know, Madden is, is the part dusty, of that. He continues Madden, to get better. Joe Madden is the Dusty Baker of catcher management. <laughs> Joe, well, no, Joe Madden has Dusty Bakeritis for sure. Like he only he only trusts like I don't know three bullpen pitchers, and apparently he only trusts one, one catcher. catcher. Yeah, and he he uses him way too much. I really hope that Victor Caratini can take a step this year. And- oh, he will. He was the guy before Wilson was the guy. He's going to be the guy this year. I, I will say that I think that he, um, he Caratini will. If will Joe surpass. will give him, Joe needs to give him a pitcher, right? He needs to have you Darvish or uh, yeah. Quintana Absolutely. or Hendricks. Like he needs a pitcher so that we know for sure he's getting one pitcher every five days. That will help. Uh, that will help Wilson Contreras because, look his his first half numbers: batting average two seventy nine, three sixty nine OVP, slugging four forty nine. That's an eight eighteen OPS. He had an OPS plus of one twenty six in the first half. The second half, two hundred batting average, two ninety one OBP, two ninety four slugging. 585 uh, OPS. He dropped off the map. He had a 63 OPS plus. Like that is like he was half the man he, he was in the be. beginning. You, Michael, you fucking dropped the ball. It's half the man he used to be. Me. No, no, he, he's half the man he was in the first half compared to the second half, or in the second half compared to the first half, and that's all because. Do, uh, Joe's he, got him fucking squatting back there way too much. And you want to talk about the pitch framing. The pitch framing is actually going to get better if he's horrible. not doing it uh, for a thousand innings. You know what I mean? Like if he if he gets a chance to rest, his hand is so tired holding that glove. He just can't move it over that, that one little can, bit. Can I ask you two questions, Michael? Do you think it would behoove the Cubs to have Wilson play first base once in a while? 
not only to get him out from behind the plate and stretch those legs a little bit, but also give Rizzo a little more rest. How about, yeah, well, how about left field? And keep his bat in the lineup. How about left field and move Schwarber over to first? Like, why can't Schwarber play any first? Right. Uh, I actually, I like the idea of Schwarber getting a little work at first. And Uh, then... Move him out to left, move him to first. I like the idea of moving these guys around uh, a little bit more to get Wilson some some opportunities to not be squatting and get a chance to, you know. Well, here's the main fact, because we're, oh, talk, we're talking about catchers. Also, and they need a third catcher, right? Because they need where uh, they need they need Caratini to have one guy every five days, and then they need a third catcher it's to Schwarber. come off the bench and just every so often give, uh, you know, let uh, Contreras get two days off instead of one. Well, and here's he- the here's the disappointment because they're not going to do it. There's no room on the roster for a third catcher. Um, Martin Maldonado is still out there. Oh my God, that's the guy. That's the, the guy. <laughs> Matt Weeders was out there. No, well, that, and the Cardinals. The, the Cardinals they just made got the season in my rant earlier. They could have gone out and got a real catcher too, a real backup, or traded Contreras. I don't know. Like, I mean. I okay, so you had Caratini. You're talking about him. I mean, do you do you think he's up to the task of taking one of these pitchers every five days? I I don't think we know. Um, Caratini was kind of all over the place last year. He was kind of the backup. They had Jimenez for a while. Caratini filled in at third and first as well. Um, Look, I, then who who is the guy though? Like, I think it's Caratini Cantana. Like, I think that's the matchup. That's the battery that you want every five days. I don't know. That'd versus- be interesting to look into to see like what Caratini's numbers are with different Cubs pitchers and how it works. Yeah. Out. Because I think Lester has to have Contreras. I don't think Lester, I, I think Contreras has had to work uh, a few years here to get to where he can work with Lester. Well, you know, but nobody, he can't have a, another young guy come in and work with Lester. But you also right? can't so- have, My- Martin, I mean, th- here's the thing about Caratini that's good and why everybody should vote for him. He's a switch hitter as well. You know, you get a real backup catcher like Martin Mod- Maldonado, and then you can. But if use the question Caratini. who's going to be more important, I mean, uh, it, Contreras is going to be the guy. He's, he's probably the most important of these three because when he went down last year, it drove the Cubs into the ground. I mean, the only way you can say Caratini is more important is because he's filling it all over the place because you need Contreras to have a little bit of a break so that he doesn't get fucking running. Well, and you're you're projecting that this is finally the year that he breaks out. He was. I mean, come on, Michael. Let's not forget that he was supposed to be the guy and Wilson leapfrogged him. And I'm not saying Wilson didn't earn it or get it, but they had to think that Caratini was eventually going to be a really good player. Yeah, and he and the the criticism of Caratini was always his defense too. Um, I don't think the Cubs are a very good defensive catching team, you know. And that's now wait, but Danny, do you? Or this is actually a question for Michael. Michael, do you buy into the theory that some people are floating around that Contreras will have it a little easier this year because he has a totally veteran starting pitching staff, and they're not that worried about his defense because they're going to hit their spots, and they don't need him to work so hard back there, and he can maybe work on his framing a little bit because he doesn't really have to worry about too much else because everybody else knows what the fuck they're doing. That's a great point. Well, I would say no because 
watching last I'm trying year, to help you sell your point. <laughs> no, right. Okay. I know, but but it's a serious question. And and I, I'm going to say no, just based on the fact that the pitch framing was a problem last year because so many times the Cubs got killed on that low strike. I mean, it almost it almost ended Hendricks' career last year, right? <laughs> like, that fucking guy couldn't get anything. And if Contreras was a little bit better, like, maybe he can work on that because he knows that that's where it's going to be. But nothing's going to help him if he's – the if, if he's got the most innings of every catcher in the league you know what I mean yeah and you got At David Ross point, in camp this year too in uniform standing behind Wilson there is tape of him saying quiet 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 be quiet with the glove you know like so they know what's going on and they got David Ross in to try to help him so and right with the shame of it is after seeing uh Miggy Montero over at Club 400 and how much he believes in Wilson Contreras and the fact that they're from the same country, Venezuela, um, makes me feel like I kind of wish that um, that he was still that, around. Montero, right, that uh, they would bring him yeah. in to, to work with him. But we've been saying this for two years. Like, ever since David Ross left and uh, Montero was, you know, jettisoned, Wilson Contreras really needs another guy yeah. back there. Um, yes, a mentor, somebody who they, he can talk to and just kind of work through some stuff because I don't think he can talk to Caratini. I mean, think about it. If you're Caratini and this dude fucking leapfrogged you in the system and he's the starting guy, he's maybe like you can be friends with him and, and all this, but maybe you don't want to talk to him because you leaped over him and maybe he doesn't want to talk to you so much well, and it's in experience uh, wilson has more experience than caratini does so he it's does not like, right he does know. now right yeah of course. so it so that doesn't even work in that way no wilson has it no would, mentor it would be nice if they would get a veteran guy to work who, who could literally between innings say wilson you were a half inch too low on set up yeah pitch yeah. pitch three or whatever so that he's got somebody there to do it all the time i don't know yeah no i mean if you're not gonna have a third catcher have a really valuable second catcher you know and they don't have it and it's a huge glaring hole in the team right and we so, know that the third catcher i mean uh lyle are the red sox carrying three again this year uh they doesn't look like it yeah it's a uh, thing of the past see, they won their. They won the World Series. They're just like, ah, eh, fuck it, catchers. Yeah, I know. It was the most disappointing thing I saw all off season. Was the the Red Sox probably won't carry a third catcher this year? I was like, are you kidding me? Well, right. place, there's place. a reason they won. I'm trying to end the segment. <laughs> place your votes. Will it be Victor Caratini, Anthony Rizzo, or uh, what's his face? Uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Wilson, Wilson, Contreras. Wilson Contreras. I know. I was just trying to sick your guy. Uh, we love Wilson. <laughs> yeah, we love Wilson, but I, you know, I have to vote for Rizzo. I'm a Rizzo guy. All right. Well, Victor. Forty Caratini. homers from Rizzo. You know what? I'm going to go out of, on a limb. I'm going to say twenty-eight homers for Wilson Contreras this year. All right. Here's how I'm going to fr- frame the question: Who is the most pivotal player? on the Cubs this year. <laughs> you're, you're trying to gear that towards your guy because he's got no chance. Yeah, that pivotal. It's it, He's going to make or break the season. Um, 
And he broke uh, last season, by the way. My guy. So I'll admit that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I know I know that uh, you got Cubstradamus in the waiting area. I had a couple other things I just wanted to What do you to, mean uh, the I, waiting I, I, area? I'm here. I've been oh, here for 15 minutes listening to you guys yammer on about idiot Cubs players. <sighs> All right. Well, hi, hi Cubstradamus. Yeah. Lyle, did you have something to say before Cubstradamus started? I did. He's annoying. Anyway, um, dude, so uh, there's there's this uh, pace of play stat that came out. <laughs> the pace of play problem that baseball didn't know it had. There are now more foul balls than batted balls put in play. Foul <laughs> balls are up 12% and <laughs> foul territory size is down by 20.5%. Is the move for Major League Baseball to demand all stadiums have foul ground as big as the Oakland A's? You said balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lyle, the move is Shut up, for every stadium to have hockey glass and if the ball hits the glass and comes back into play without hitting the ground, it's fair. What oh, you, you can play the you can play the carom. Yes. Oh. Like Wally. So ball. you got hockey glass, so that protects all the the players or all the fans out there, so they're not killed like that woman in L.A. Right, but isn't and, that crazy that foul balls are up 12%? I mean, that's partially because the fields are narrowing because they're trying to get more seats in. Oh, balls. <laughs> but it, it's also because uh, guys aren't just trying to put a ball into play. You know, they're, they're, you know they'd rather foul, <laughs> foul one off than, uh, than to try and just put one into play and beat it out or something. You know what I mean? Or just beat it out. Beat it. <laughs> hey, Cubster Thomas, were you in my bedroom last night beating one out? Because I thought I could smell you. Oh, yeah, I was. I'm sorry about that. I was just on my way uh, over the Atlantic Ocean on my flying carpet. and uh, Dude, it was fucking I'd... hot in my house last night because I lit a I fire and it just got really warm and I was oh, sleeping yeah. naked. I don't like when I you know. do that. Well, I saw you through your window, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll stop in because uh, I miss you guys, you know? I mean, even last time, I didn't even stop because I was afraid of Danny's weird fucking Zika illness. That was disgusting. And, uh, uh, and it was sexually transmitted, too, so... No, actually, I didn't even mention it. Um, I It's not Zika. I got the results today. I don't have Zika virus. It was. <laughs> it's It's just normal STDs. Well, whatever it's it was, Zika I wanted S- no it's, part of it. it. It's not mosquito STDs. Well, I, I, I've i actually had the, the worst STD my entire, well, not my entire life, but for 3,200 years, I've had ancient AIDS. Oh, my God. Full-blown. Full-blown ancient AIDS. Wait, did you jerk off on my back last night? Uh, well, I mean... It was your back. I mean, you're you don't have any open cuts or sores, do you? I maybe. Well, well you're probably immune to ancient. You're probably immune to ancient AIDS. I wouldn't worry about it. What? It's, wait, what are ancient AIDS? Well, <laughs> there's there's a bourbon called Ancient Ancient Age, and that's all I can think about. I'm is, is it, it's named after the disease, actually. Is it oh, like okay. new New Coke and like? AIDS classic? No, it's just an autoimmune deficiency syndrome that you can get. And uh, I caught it from this Neanderthal chick back in France like 3,200 years ago. And unfortunately, it, it compromises my immune system, especially during the winter. So that's why I didn't stop last time. And I just like dropped that shit covered 
<laughs> well, are you trying to Danny. claim? Are you trying to claim that you're like some sort of like Magic Johnson yeah. of AIDS so, deities? So you dropped ancient AIDS covered shit note on me last week. Well, yeah, but you're probably immune too. I mean, you know, anybody that's alive today is pretty much immune to ancient AIDS. That disease is in the past. Oh, sorry, Michael. You had a question? Wait, that disease is in the... God. You're like an anti-vaxxer, aren't you? Do you guys want to hear my poem or what? (laughs) Not really, but I guess so. Dude, I'm kind of sad for you. I'm disgusted. I'm kind of pissed off. Yeah, we're we're a little concerned. You're you're spooging on Lyle's back with your ancient AIDS. And you're dropping AIDS shit notes on Danny. No. I'm just glad that... Well, yeah. I sleep in the basement. I hope you can't find me. Well, I can, but uh, don't worry. You're totally immune to ancient AIDS. It's been cured as far as the human genome uh, for years. Who cured I'm, it? I'm Who ancient. cured it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Hitler. Something like that. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Let me just do my poem. Is that what Hitler died from? Yes. Oh. Here's okay, my well, poem. The Cubs do not have any money unless it's to unseat Tom Tunney. Well, Harper just sits. Our team goes to shit. Hey, at least Arizona is sunny. <laughs> That's so depressing. That is, especially because you're not going to Arizona, Danny. I know. I had to cancel my trip from being sick. I know. I, yeah, and- that's okay. But can you believe that I actually made a decision based upon uh, my health? That's it's rare. I mean, it's, I don't that's think a new one for it. me. Yeah. Well, do you I'm understand make how a... much better it'd be to be sick in Arizona where it was like nice? Oh yeah. Well, in, in fact, the nice thing about when I go to Arizona is I don't uh, have to wear my robe. I can just walk around full flagrante. <laughs> Well, I got to go, guys, so, uh, Kupstradamus out! Hey, anyway, spe- speaking of health and mental health, he's hey, actually just, he's, just a he's note. still here, actually. It's weird. Yeah, just, just a note. If, if you're sad and depressed and you're thinking about hurting yourself, call somebody. I heard the terrible news that Brody Stevens, great comedian, diehard Cubs fan and baseball fan, took his own life this week. Yeah, very sad. And great friends with uh, our friend Bleacher Jeff from the Bleacher Bum yeah. Band. And, uh, yeah. Really, really good guy. I ran across him a couple times in, in my travels. And uh, funny man. And it's it's sad stuff. And, if you know, if you're feeling that, call somebody. Text me. I don't care. Text Danny. Call someone. Call a hotline. Don't do something yeah. stupid, dude. You're loved. And, yeah, and we understand that it's really hard to do that, to reach out. But, you know. If you can, if you try, yeah, we're, we're, we're all pulling for you. Right. That's right. Well, here's the way I feel about it. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. You know, it sounded like you're about to launch into a rant. Well, I am. Cause okay. you know, here's the thing. Life is pretty fucking shitty. Sometimes that's how it fucking goes. Nobody ever fucking said you're supposed to be happy your entire life. The whole point of finding strength within yourself is, is to get through those moments where your life is shitty. It was not meant to be good. You you know, most people have lived horrible, shitty lives. So what I'm saying is go listen to, like, you know, uh, uh, the story of the Russians versus the Germans in World War II and see how fucking horrible that was. It was fucking terrible. 
And yeah. those people fucking got through it somehow. And I'm not calling you weak for feeling awful if you do feel awful about your fucking life, but I'm just saying that it is supposed to suck. And yeah, so yeah I, shut I, off shut off that on uh Enya record and go outside for a fucking run. Get some fresh air. Yeah. Come on. Get I, out I think what they're trying to say is that Life we're here with sucks. you. Our lives suck as well. So we're not going to think you're weird if you tell us that your life sucks. We will empathize. It's with you. totally natural. In fact, it's the way it's always been. Most people's lives have been terrible, and there's no reason. <laughs> there's no lots reason of good out there. And that, lots of good stuff. But there's no reason to end that fucking nonsense thirty years early or whatever you got because you're gonna die someday, and you know there's no reason to have it be some bullshit way. By yeah. uh, have, have, yeah. try to enjoy something, huh? Yeah, enjoy, yeah, find the what the one thing you like. Fucking jack off. I don't fucking care what you do. Just don't do it uh, in front of somebody. Keeps me going every day. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Well, we got TFCs. <laughs> I got a cu- I got a couple. Me too. <laughs> go ahead. All right, well, I I got one. I'm gonna go first here because my one is a uh, is a tweet that never happened. Uh, Dave Kaplan. Does everybody remember Dave Kaplan? Sure. When he was so goddamn adamant that the Cubs weren't even checking in on Bryce Harper? Yeah. Remember he had Tom Ricketts on the the radio show? Yeah, we're out of money. Ricketts was like, we haven't even thought about We won 95 games. We're incredible. I didn't even know Bryce Harper was a free agent. (laughs) They had no idea. And then he went to Twitter that day. And fucking, like, told people they were wrong because people were talking about Cubs are looking at Bryce Harper. People want to look at Bryce Harper. I mean, and it, and it wasn't just fans, but he was definitely telling the fans they were fucking idiots for thinking this. He was really also are. saying it to actual sports writers and stuff. And then all of a sudden yesterday comes out, hey, the Cubs are kind of looking in on Bryce Harper. Guess who's fucking silent about the Cubs right now? Not saying a goddamn thing is Dave Kaplan. Look, Cap, fucking just tell everybody you're wrong. You're wrong. You were stupid for fucking arguing that point earlier. And, you know, say something about it. It's bullshit. That's my fucking TFC. It's Kaplan. All All right. right. What do you got, Lyle? My first one's from this guy, Tim, from Virginia, and he tweets talking about uh, – he was responding to a couple – there were some 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 uh, beat writers and stuff for the Cubs talking about Bryce Harper and where he's going to sign and whatnot. And he said, I rode in a taxi with a guy who knew Bryce's father. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye? I mean, Bluto? I rode, I rode in a taxi with a guy who knew Bryce's father. He told me the Yankees were in the mix. This was a while ago. Candidly, I figured the Cubs. Nobody knows. And people are really starting not to care. A-Rod, 2.0. <laughs> I rode in a taxi with a guy who knew Bryce's father. Fucking who, really? Who saw uh, Ferris at 31 Flavors. Yeah. yeah. That should have been, he should have said, I have an anonymous source. <laughs> Pretty much the same, better. yeah. So uh, one of mine is uh, Jesse Rogers tweeted out, another Jesse Rogers one. No, no, you said Dave Kaplan. I, I get those bald guys mixed up. 
Um, yeah. He he uh, tweeted 95 on the gun for Darvish. And uh, somebody tweeted back <laughs> uh, to a guy who I couldn't find what they said because they must have deleted their tweet. Uh, <laughs> they were so embarrassed were by so, how bad his tweet yeah, was. Yeah, it must have been bad. But you could infer what he said based upon what somebody said back to him. Um after Jesse Rogers said tweeted 95, uh, 95 on the gun for Darvish, um, this guy says, assuming he meant the ball, Chief, no normal human can run 50, let alone 95. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Ned's feed thought he was 95 on the gun of Darvish running around doing something. I don't know. Well, I, I love how he had to, like, justify it by, by being like, you know, humans can't even run 50. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is he, a cheetah? <laughs> All right, Lyle, go ahead. What's your number well, two? Well, this one just kind of bummed me out because it's kind of the, the, the sentiment. I, th- I think I brought it up earlier in the show, but Randy Miller wrote, uh, uh, the, the sports writer, for what it's worth, my source who is close to Bryce Harper tells me Cubs and Dodgers were first choice all along, and he prefers not to sign with the Phillies. Yeah, it's kind of like when you find out it's that just the, it's just frustrating. Yeah. You're like, dude, you could have him if you wanted. Yeah. Him. yeah. Well, and that fits in with my Dave Kaplan bullshit, too. Dave, everybody uh. knows but you. <laughs> it's just bullshit. And then I'll give you my last one real quick. Oh, you got a political one. one. Yeah, it's a political one. Oh, here, here goes more I'll, Patreon I'll, support. <laughs> I know I'll, I'll get to it and, it. and it's just a weird mix of people. Pamela Anderson writes. <laughs> oh, perfect. At AOC openly supports the U.S. intervention to Venezuela and supports U.S. military and big corporations. She claims she's fighting against. Hmm. She is wrong to say that Venezuela is a failure of democracy instead of saying U.S. is organizing a bloody coup. But did she did she advocate intervention? Question mark. And then. Somebody responded, I'll tell you this, somebody says, Miss, I don't think you have any idea of what's going on in my country. The only wrong person here is you, Wilson Contreras. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah! That was like, yeah, go Wilson! Of, of course he follows her, though. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Khalifa, you know, he, likes, he likes following the big boobed ones, huh? And then he slipped into her DMs. Yeah. Oh, God. He's oh. like, he's like, let me, let, maybe we should meet that I could tell you about. Uh. Yes, I'll tell you more about Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, I'll, pr- I'll show you my whole country. Prow- in the prowess of the coxman from Venezuela. Yeah. We'll eat, we'll eat some fine uh, seafood and uh, and, and, then he, and then, he, then he Googles her and he sees uh, Tommy Lee's big prick. And he's like, ah, yeah. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> as big as his head. <laughs> All right. The, I can't top that. I'm, I, it, I'm not even going to try, but I will uh, kind of tell you why you should not vote for my guy over Rizzo, <laughs> Victor Caratini, uh, because in uh, it's only 10,000 views. I, I mean, it, just to give you an idea. There's more views for like my John Lackey song than there are for Victor Caratini's pitch framing video on YouTube. Um, that was a humble brag. Yeah, well, I'm that just really was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying that there's. I'm saying neither one of them have a lot of views, and Victor Caratini doesn't even have as many as John Lackey's 
song, I didn't come here for a haircut, right? I mean, that's how <laughs> more people are interested in seeing my song than Victor Caratini's Keep talking about it. Say, say, say it again, Danny. And, and Danny, it, one more time. One to, more time. To put it Danny, another way. Wait, Danny, I have a question. I am more Which popular. video has more views? I am more Your popular. Video- I'm Victor more Caratini. popular than Victor Caratini, according to YouTube <laughs> in, video In views. which video? On what network? John Lackey's video <laughs> called I Didn't Come Here for a Haircut, recorded two years ago, is more popular than the pitch framing video that Victor Caratini <laughs> put out on YouTube. That's Where what, would somebody find such a video, Danny? YouTube. <laughs> Go to <laughs> Just type in Danny Rocket. You'll find it. But you won't find Victor Caratini's video there because I didn't even like it. Um, uh. <laughs> so... Anyway, on Victor, Ter- Victor Caratini's pitch framing video, which has fewer views than me, um, uh, th- somebody wrote this. This mope had a catcher's interference in game 161 that cost the Cubs the game and ultimately their season. I'd happily never see him play for my favorite team again. But unfortunately, like C.J. Edwards and Joe Madden and a bunch of other trash that doesn't deserve to wear the uniform, he will almost certainly be back. Vote Caratini, 2019. Oh, my goodness. Was he, was this poster, did they happen to be an old lady with like 800 hats and really want Samarja back? They, they got no avatar. I don't know what to ah. tell you. Yeah. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the show. Uh, worst, I'm sorry. It's the worst show of the year. Hey, I know. Well Fuck Addison Russell. I fucking yeah. hate him. He's a fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> He's going bald. <laughs> 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 he looks like a fucking old man. He looks like George Jefferson. Now Baldy we're moving on up to the east side. Oh, I can't wait to see him walk down to first. To a deluxe apartment in the Spagog. Spagog. That was your, that was your Spagog? Yep. Okay. This is my Spagog. Well, she always wears three hats and a couple fanny packs. She's feeling better. Cause what's his name's been replaced? Hate the O, stop the trades, bring back Slitter. Crazy hat lady. Whoa, 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 crazy hat lady. Talking about crazy hat lady. In the microphone. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.